going to talk about get out and split there's no supersonic reason for this pairing just that we've watched them both at the same time so we're going to talk about both of them but they're both sort of horrors in some stance thrillers i would rather describe it less less worry more thrilly and both of them are low they're not blockbusters like majority of the films i usually talk about these ones are more low budget type of things like get out cost only 10 million that's only in their terms and split split cost 4.5 that's way less yeah so wasn't split wasn't get out five i reversed them yeah get out was 4.5 split oh the visual effects yeah yeah like wow get out cost 4.5 million but they're both from the same production company have you heard of Blumhouse? Blumhouse? yeah it's like really great, great renowned for having uh, low budget there? particularly low budget horrors low budget. paranormal activity was their big Biggest. blow yeah because that one cost like fifteen thousand dollars it was didn't you have no it was Blair Witch Project which had the record for the biggest returns yeah it was uh, yeah. now get out has the record for oh. budget to revenue oh, okay. ratio i don't does it beat paranormal it's, it has the record right now really yeah. i hope it does paranormal beat mad max i think the older ones and this one has beat paranormal but that's not no it was, it was blair witch project which oh. it beat not paranormal activity oh, okay i didn't know that anyway warning to those who haven't watched poor nick but we're going to reveal spoilers most likely along the way. Anyway, let's first talk about Get Out, which was directed by Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. Um, he, got, he talks about how he got inspiration to, to write this film around the time Obama became president because people began to think that racism was over around that time. So it's like, yeah, racism is not over, of course. So he made this film. It stars Daniel Kalua, Kaluuya from Black Mirror. And Alison Williams from Girls, if anyone watches Girls, I find her the perfect casting for this film because she's basically the same character that she is in she's Girls. The whitest she's the girl. whitest girl you could ever imagine. And yeah, it's about the, the two of them being an interracial couple and Daniel Kaluuya is going to meet her parents and shit goes out. That's the best way I can put it. You got your toothbrush? Check. Do you have your deodorant? Check. Do you have your cozy clothes? Got that. What? Do they know I'm black? Should they? You might wanna, you know. Mom and Dad, my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend. I just don't want you to be shocked, but he's a black man. <laughs> I ain't never seen you like this before, bro. Meeting family taking road trips. Don't come back all bougie, man. Come back, get your damn pants up to your damn stomach. <laughs> shocked you didn't mention is Uganda. Just oh, I, okay, <laughs> fine. Daniel Kaluuya is he's a British-born Ugandan. He's basically British. He's British, basically. He's yeah, British. but he has Ugandan heritage mm. in him. So we claim him. He's Ugandan. A Ugandan. We're doing a Ugandan movie. <laughs> but he spoke about like, it, didn't go he? all the way. Has he? He, he spoke, spoke about, 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 it, yeah, yeah. about how in the US, okay, he's not black enough. Like even the complaints with black yes, yes. Then he comes to Uganda and he doesn't even know the language. Kind of referenced Uganda. Mm. So. Oh, cool. He talked about it, so he knows he's from here. It's not like we're here <laughs> talking about his heritage. <laughs> the man doesn't even know he's from Uganda. 
Okay. Anyways. So, uh, let's talk about the film. Um, I like this film a lot. I yeah. think it's really, really clever. I think it's really. It has very many funny moments. I think it's very well. Um, what's the word? What's the word I wanted to say? It's very well. God. I don't know what I wanted to use. <laughs> Wait, wait, I've remembered that I've remembered the word. Yay. It's well calculated, not structured. It's very calculated, oh, like things that happen in the beginning come all together at the end and it was done in a very brilliant way because there's so many scenes that take place and you sometimes I thought they were just filler scenes and there was he was just trying to depict some sort of racial make some sort of racial point but he wasn't. But Joel, I want you to start first with the normal discussion. It's still a description. Okay. Awesome. So this is the best horror film that I've seen in a while, a long, 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 long while. Um, Jordan Peele is a fucking awesome director. <laughs> I'd see him get more money to do more stuff. Um, so this is our. This is a very interesting sort of take on uh, racial tensions in America, but it deals with like racism from uh, white liberals. Which is um, which is something I I sort of uh, related to. I found myself relating to on the way, cause I've had I've had encounters with uh, seemingly open-minded white people, but there's there's this sort of undercurrent <laughs> of racism that's usually present uh, when you're talking to them. Um, and he really hammered the point home with this and it's loaded with so many funny lines my favorite is um because because again the whole deal with this movie is that the white people keep calling attention to his blackness mm -hmm. like to show how not racist they are you meet a black guy you bring up black stuff like this guy talking about like how he likes golf he has to bring up oh i know tiger, tiger. Uh, he meets this shakespeare for the first time he's like oh i would have voted for obama third time if i could just they keep drawing attention to his blackness over and over and over again and sort of commending him for being above the normal black person, which is also racist in of itself. And I've had a few encounters of, like that. I'm like, oh, you're so well-spoken for an African. I know it's supposed to come off as a compliment, I suppose, but it's very yes, yes, condescending. It's, it's very condescending. And what I liked, we talk, we're allowed to talk spoilers, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. So the premise of this, movie, of this movie is that Kaluuya is in this interracial relationship. He has a fiance, right? Yeah. And he goes to meet her parents and they live like in this uh, big suburb with a fancy mansion. And I love that uh, that first dinner scene where he where all these white people are around and there's this portly gentleman. I haven't seen a portly gentleman in movies. In what? Time. Fat guy. Portly. No, he was portly, not a fat guy, but you know portly like very gentlemanly yes, bulge. Mm, okay. Yes, a gentlemanly bulge though. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude is like, um, he says this line, it's like, the pendulum has swung. Black is in fashion. <laughs> and that just cracked me the fuck up. It was like such a sincere, unintentionally racist thing. And you have this, this chick was all over him like, oh, is it true what they say about black men? How handsome is he? I'm, are you handsome? <laughs> Not bad. So, is it true? Is it better? Wow. Wow. Fairer skin has been in favor for the past, what, couple of hundreds of years? But now the pendulum is swung back. Black 
is in fashion. Yes, there's all this creepy stuff, and then there's all these weird black people around that are all like servants, and they're all acting weird, and you're like, what's up? And then, spoilers, it turns out that uh, white people are sort of implanting their brains into black bodies. Because, <laughs> because they envy sort of our strength and physique. Like, they want all our physical Talents. advantages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, but their brains and their drive, the drive of a white person combined with the strong body of a black person. <laughs> like a lot of things are creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the movie is mostly funny and satirical, but it does have genuinely creepy moments. Uh, what, what do they call that, uh, that, that dimension where you get thrown? The sunken place. The sunken place. That shit was creepy mm. as fuck. And yeah, there's a lot of subtext going on there with like black people sort of being passengers in their own lives and sort of being restricted to how white people interpret them. Yeah. And the build up all the way to the end, I liked. I even liked the conclusion. I was, I thought it was going to end tragically though. And it was it, supposed to. Yes, I read that. They, they actually shot there the were ending. So many endings. Yeah. Yes. That they should. Yeah. But I'm glad that it ended on an uplifting note. It was dark enough, I think, as it was. Mm. And yeah, apparently he has he has plans. Like supposed to be a trilogy. Let's make like a social two other trilogy. Yeah, and these are good. Mm. Again, yeah, I'm not usually a, a fan of heavy messages in my movies, but this was intelligent as fuck. And I probably Jordan Jordan Peele is a genius. <laughs> is I think the biggest review of this entire thing i thought people yeah. were overhyping the movie but he's a legit one, yeah. yeah so i can't wait to see what he does next tim yeah what i picked from this movie was more of yeah racial tensions were there but i thought it was more about uh cultural appropriation and uh yeah. a black identity in general yeah yeah i felt that was covered very well in that movie yeah because again Pretty much when you see like the poster at the house with the, the parents in the film, yeah. you probably think they're like a maid and you know the guy who works on the compound or something, yet it's just basically another white man, you know, in a black guy's body. So yeah. I really like that whole aspect of how, in a way, it covers indoctrination because again, you know, they say like colonialism is like the greatest social experiment ever because they came here, people yeah. in Africa were like in, you know, <laughs> covering just their genitals, and but now guys dress in clothes, wear. So I thought he touched that, the way people are being, their minds basically are being changed through whatever it is. Yeah, it's hypnosis and surgery and all that, but yeah. again, I feel in real life there's that very real problem of how uh, probably the Western world imposes this culture on black people and sort of changes them. Yeah. Yeah, another thing I really liked from uh, Get Out, uh, besides was the mood. Because there's this really cool scene, I think for me it's the coolest scene in the whole movie when like the main guy Daniel Kaluuya walks through the house and when he walks through Paul in this pot, the way put down, yeah. have a conversation, when he goes up, they all stop and... So I really like the way they set the mood, like the good, paranoia. Yeah, yeah, the paranoia <laughs> yeah. of just you being in this very strange place with a lot of white people around you, yeah, yeah. then he actually meets one, the one black person and he finds he's also being turned, yes. yeah, you know, so I felt it dealt with those two themes. Uh, the whole culture, the way people were saying they liked black people, they thought they were very athletic, you're very yeah. talented, good at musical instruments, whatever it is, yeah. and they're trying to take that away, which again you see people complain about that a lot in like African Americans in the US. They're probably they are looked down on, they, are, they feel oppressed, but 
yeah. their culture is basically in the mainstream now the, probably the biggest genre i think mm. i don't know if it's a fact probably me i think it's hip-hop because you check on the billboard it's just rap yeah, music yeah. you get yeah so it has that kind of thing of where white people are sort of trying to take over what is essentially black yeah so that's what i really liked another thing are the the supporting uh, Daniel Kaluuya was great Alison Williams was great but it's called Lil Rel Howery that's his I think stage name mm. this the guy works for the TSA yeah. I felt he was he was amazing yeah, man he, was, he, yeah. he killed me he had like <laughs> that line where he was talking to this Alison Williams chick and even he first pressed like hold yeah. he was like <laughs> I know this motherfucker is lying you know <laughs> that just killed me yeah, yeah so and even I like the whole idea of the endings. It's another interesting thing I saw from like a filmmaker's perspective, how Jordan Peele first shot one ending, the, okay, the ending that we see in the film, then there's an ending where he actually kills the white chick and police comes. Yeah. Yeah, then also there's the, normal, the ending where he kills the chick and then his friend comes still. But the way he played with it, how he left her, the police guy is coming, you think this guy is screwed, you find out it's his friend, then they all leave them there. Yeah. I felt that was also quite playing with conventions again you thought if it was if, if it was going to be more of like the heavy handed probably Spike Lee would have probably ended it with this guy being arrested and there's this heavy message behind it you know yeah. this guy is suffering for nothing was defending himself but it wasn't the case it was a very it was a very I, I felt Jordan Peele's perspective of you're trying to be as objective as possible you could have gone straight out you know anti you know anti white people but I felt he walked that line very well he didn't go too much into the anti-white people uh talk that most probably political filmmakers have especially in africa or and he also didn't go for just probably a straight up because it's a satire he didn't he didn't go for too much humor also humor is there but again it's still a horror film there's yeah. basically comic relief from the friend and all these other funny lines but it's still a horror so it's one of the things I really liked about this film. Move forward out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know where to start. <laughs> but I'm going to start with the sunken place. Like, um, he wasn't on the nose about the political parts mm. of it, but he was being really political mm. about it. Because mm. the way he talks about the sunken place, he says how black people are so marginalized and exactly. however hard they scream, you can't, yeah, you hear, can't hear them. Yeah. It's like you're taking... You're telling a black person to hide behind a persona like um you want to to them to hide their true identity and just be this image that black people want them to be mm. to just remain silent in yeah. a sort of way so the concept of it is really scary imagine you have no control of your mind yeah. and that scene really they showed the creepiness of the sunken place when he meets the maid in the dining room yeah. and then they show the expressions on her face this when she's trying to come out of the sunken place. Oh my mm. goodness. Yeah. That woman was amazing. amazing. So those two characters who they, they the, the two black people who they see in the house who are the housekeepers were so weird and just showing how a white person just can't wake up and be black. Because in the moments when they encounter him they're supposed to probably act normal, like normal black people, yeah. but they're so weird. It almost even makes it seem like black people have a way, they have like, a, you can recognize another person even just when mm. they say hi to you, and they're not sounding normal. <laughs> it's like yeah. you're not being you, this isn't you. He immediately knew something was going on, and that also set up the creepiness which you talked about, which was really, really cool. 
and also i liked how the joke of the whole thing was black was white people which is also another thing how they always kill off black people in horror films oh you don't even get a chance to cheer them to to be so the champs <laughs> yeah like it's, it really was a great horror movie for a black person in any way i also want to talk about how well calculated it was there were scenes like for example the major one was when we see him with his girlfriend and then she asks him to not show the police the id you look at that scene and think that she's on his side those are scenes that set her up to seem like she was on his side but at the end you realize she definitely wouldn't have wanted the police to see his id because they would have identified him in that point where he was being lost like at that point when his best friend was looking for him like that's when they would have run his his id and have seen oh, yeah. that he was actually there that then also this blind guy who wanted him mm. to be his uh, to be to enter his brain to mm. put his brain in him those scenes I, I was like why the fuck are we looking at a, a blind dude and all this that is going on and on about and another part was the wrestling his dad who was a wrestler then it could, because that becomes the back story on why these people are because he's the he's that he's the one who brought up this whole family to be the way they are because he was the he was, his whole story was the black that was the first time a black person defeated another white person so at that point he knew that black people were strong and it's like maybe yes. get a strong black body and get the black person's strength and that also plays into the social construct where um like white people barely see black people as people they just see them as this thing like they're not actual people they're just a yeah. stereotypical thing in their heads and all they want to use is their strength to to their advantage which was really really cool the comedy relief was so good he was almost like his voice of reason the entire, mm, the time. entire time my best thing was when he, <laughs> he was writing down the options of what could possibly be then he scrapes out magic <laughs> 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 There's no magic in that. Nothing <laughs> killed me. But this movie is so good. It breaks me every time I show it to someone and they don't like it. I'm like, how oh, can you not? This is the most brilliant thing. This is one of the few things where it lived up to the hype. It just lived up to all the hype that it had going on around it. Yeah. Uh, Tim, you had something else? Like the thing, the one thing I think I really uh, probably wanted to see, mm-hmm. like would have been the perspective of the person like you know who's in a sunken place seeing like say how the police for example would react to him like i don't know i just how so like i'm just saying like you know how that guy's demeanor changed like he's that mm. guy of 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 um, yeah, he, could, yeah. he was in the sunken place exactly that we so saw him. so i would have liked like even if it was daniel kaluya and say you'd want to see him i'd want to see no i just want to see how a person in the sunken place perceives the world around him when now it's actually a white brain. Oh, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I would have, just something that I would have, I would have liked to see in this movie that, I know probably would have stretched it like at least 40 minutes more. Yeah. It would have been probably like 2 hours, 30 minutes, but it's just yeah. something that I felt like, how would they have utilized the second place just besides the horror part? Yeah, like for also the commentary, how would yeah. they have used it? No, though for like horror, don't you think like less is always better? Yeah, like I do. The less I, no, you know, no, the more no, scary it is. No, I think it's the less you see. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah they're they're the basically. No, I mean, no, I mean, yeah. the less you see with like the antagonist, like I think that's why that's the rule with horrors. Like the less you see the villain, the demon, what's that scaring you till like the end? Yeah, yeah, it gives it has a bigger payoff. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like just this guy who was in this in this black body being a white person, 
I would have probably liked to see how, if the police would act differently towards him, does it change anything? Or is yeah. it still just a black person wearing fancy clothes? You know, that kind of... Which could be the thing, because out of Purdue that you make some money, you high society now, but in the end you're still... I think that's a Kanye line. In the end, you're still a nigger, you know? <laughs> Which is something I would have really liked to see them. Even seven figures, you're still a nigger. So <laughs> something I would have liked to see them, like, play that around with. not a Kanye line. So who's so Killer Mike. Killer Mike, so no, I had it from Kanye, probably just quoting, quoting. <laughs> no, um, Kanye's line was in All Falls Down. Yeah, well, even if you're in a coop, you're still a nigger. So, that ending again, anyway, the way people some people actually would have preferred that ending to be in the end, you're still a nigger, in the end, you still go to prison mm. and you'll still be the victim because you killed white people. But the way I liked how when the police come, you know that the police coming is not a good thing. Mm. And like in most it's just, movies, it's just the police man. coming is yeah. usually a like, good oh, thing. Relief, like, oh, relief. Oh. But this is a fuck. Like, fuck. It's a weird thing for me. Because even if we're not there, you understand. This guy is in. There's a scene I really liked, although I think it was me just being an over hopeful viewer. Like this scene when Alison Williams is trying to reach in her in her bag for the keys. The keys and I she actually drags it out. She was still in his side. I didn't yeah. want I, to believe I, that I, she was against him. Me too. I wanted her to actually be legit. Like yeah, I wanted her but... family to be cruel and for her to be legit, especially like her brother was so cruel and that scene at the table where he comes up to him and like if you push mm. yourself do you yeah, know that be you a could fucking beast. you could be a beast that's the, <laughs> that was the most descriptive way on how white people see black yeah, people yeah, like if you actually walked <laughs> a lot <laughs> harder be like, unstoppable oh, be unstoppable <laughs> portray every day man every it's just day. the system that's <laughs> <laughs> anyway that has been our discussion on get out Like we were trying to have a discussion before Timothy was defending it over and over, but I think personally I think he had a he started off great. He went to do blockbusters indeed, he did badly with those, but he's come back to doing the, the small budget movies and I think he's doing them better and split is one of the good ones. Also um since the bad ones, the bad ones are the last airbender after art. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> That's the pinnacle of bad. That Let's happened. stop that. Just anyone who did After Earth did a bad movie. <laughs> so, uh, Split is starring James McAvoy and Anna Taylor Joy. Those are the two notable characters in the film. The film is about three girls being kidnapped and taken to like an underground room. That's where anyone who's kidnapped goes to. And they realize later that their kidnapper has 23 personalities. Uh, so they need to convince one of them to be able to escape from their 
abduction. That's the basic premise of the film. But of course, this is Shamalama Ding Dong. So yeah. there's twists. <laughs> there's twists. M. Night Shyamalan is known for twists. He did Sixth Sense, Signs, all those films. They have big twists. So. Who are you? Help me get out of here, Hedwig. Are you trying to trick me? I'll tell on you. Aren't you the clever one? An individual with multiple personalities can change their body chemistry with their thoughts. Someone's coming for you. Who's coming? The beast. What yeah. Beast? Um. Let me let me start because I think my 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 view on this film is very basic. So the movie had problems for me throughout while I was watching it. There were so many things. Like I was enjoying it, but not so much. I was enjoying it, but not so much. Some of the personality things were working for me. Someone not. it. Mm-hmm. But the ending redeemed it for me. Okay. The twist, the beast, the beast twist. Like I said, guys, we're going to be spoiling throughout this film. The ending where we show the beast coming out as who he is is what turned it for me because at that moment, this film became for me a comic book villain story. That's all it became, and I loved it. It, it was that's that's it. Like after that, I'm like, this is the shit. Yet the whole time. I'm like, this is not exactly the source. You know, this is not great. But that actually worked for me when I looked at it in that perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is good. Because it was really a film that was embodying anywhere towards realism, especially with the disease they're working with. The 23 personalities and this, the way they were using that disease and him, just the whole concept of it. But yeah. when I look at the, the ending, it made me look at it as just a sci-fi movie. Like a okay. sci-fi thriller about coming out of a, 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 a villain. And then the real twist, which isn't him becoming the, 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 the beast, the real twist of it being a sequel to Unbreakable, now just sealed the deal for me. I'm like, you mean Shyamalan is making us universe? Sign me up! I'm like, Kawa! Like, that's when I'm like, this is actually a good film. But throughout, it was super, it went from mediocre to good at the end. That was, that's my general view of this film. There are other aspects that I have to talk about, but this is mainly it. Um, Tim. Uh, Split, uh, Shyamalan, as you've said, he had a turbulent few years in the middle <laughs> of his career. <laughs> turbulent is an understatement. I think basically you guys thought his career had gone at some point. He was never going to make another film again. Yeah. But he came back with a visit. Very nice indie horror film then this was the, his follow-up which even i think got was probably received much better i don't know if it was received mm-hmm. i'm not sure i haven't checked yeah, yeah sure. but again it was an interesting film seeing and again let me start from the, the opening credit sequences I, the opening credit sequence it's one of the most inventive i've seen i actually loved it mm-hmm. having everyone's name like split into i don't know how many other mm-hmm. director Shyamalan with like 27 other or something like that then the dop yeah so i liked that a lot about opening I don't I don't I don't think many people talk about opening credit sequences. But still after that uh dying at yeah. so dying at from by because at some point it was something that was laid Yes. It was yet to be someone who was really innovative to make something different. Yeah. Anyone can put words and a font. But you know, <laughs> having to do it so in a way that's again working with the film is something out of port don't also pay attention to. So uh the guy had uh which was which, which disorder was it? Dissociative personality disorder. Multiple personality. Yeah. That's what people. Yeah, mean. where uh, different people. Uh, one person has these different personalities. That that at that moment when they're in that particular personality, it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool because again, we're allowing spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing I didn't understand, like the beast, the whole part of the beast. Yeah. It's something I kept wondering, who is this beast? Who is this guy who is going to come and mess up stuff? By the end, it was McAvoy who was becoming this even green size. Kind of shows the power of the mind in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing I liked about this film was... Let me see. Uh, uh, the lead actress. I think I'd only seen her in The Witch. She was in The Witch. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Rob- it's called Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers, something like that. And she's called Anna Taylor. Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah. I thought she was quite good. And again, there's also her story. There's the story of these girls who are abducted. Then they interspersed that with like, kind of like her backstory yeah. and who she came, how she came to be. Who she is, this awkward girl, you know, in her teens and all that. So it was also pretty interesting as a character study. It wasn't just like, you know, this thriller film of this guy has abducted chicks, is tormenting them all. It was also basically kind of showing how in a way people become shattered because in the end that's the kind of thing I think the beast glorifies he spared her for well, her yeah her innocence because she has actually gone through which again and I'll talk about this later she had scars yeah, yeah. yeah but again I really liked James McAvoy's performance he pulled I think he did a good job pulling off all these characters because he plays a woman he plays a child he plays like this I think was he gay the guy who was a fashion designer he had kind of like but anyway, there's also the Barry. I don't know. Barry was the guy, the main guy, the guy who abducted the chicks. The personality, yeah, Barry, mastermind. the mastermind, and the lady was called who? I don't, I don't know. know. But the lady also, it was quite amazing. Just see how this guy juggled these three roles. I know there's a movie with Kate Blanchett coming out. The one where she plays like 25 characters, and there was all that hype about it. But I was like, man, this guy has really done a pretty good job portraying. Kate Blanchett think it's super arts. I'm sure it's going to be artsy. Haven't you seen it? I haven't even seen, but they did a pretty good job portraying all these different characters and all their nuances and how the kid, mm. you know, because because actually believes that he's a kid. Okay, he is a kid in that moment, according to the movie. He can't even fight like say a Barry Wood, the old, um, the maniac, basically. And I thought it was really cool. Uh, yeah. For the other, the I don't know why because. I weirdly weird felt like the other two actresses were just there for the ride. Mm. Yeah, it, it, they really didn't. I don't know. They were just, I think, devices in the story because they really didn't have that much going for them in general in the story. There wasn't a lot said about them, but for the chick Anya Teller Joy, there was a lot going on. The Joe talk. I don't use So, Split is. I think you're calling it a comeback is an understatement. <laughs> yeah, Shyamalan hasn't had an easy couple of years or a decade. Is it a decade now? <laughs> Must yeah. be a decade. <laughs> but I'll say this for him. Yeah. Even through all that shit, all that shit fest, he still managed to keep making movies, movies. and somehow finding money to do so. So as much, mir- as, miracle, yeah, so. as much as I disliked his movies, I admired his persistence. Exactly. And I did want him to win, by the way, every time. So finally he has, and Split I enjoyed from beginning to end. It's a slow burn movie, mm. very slow burn. Very. <laughs> and I usually like movies like that. So actually the, the sta- standout uh, performance for me was that uh, was Anna, mm. by the way. Um, I hadn't recognized that, for, I, didn't rec- I, I, I knew I'd seen her somewhere before, but it's not until I checked after that, I knew she was in The Witch as well. 
but she has super expressive eyes and she was able to subtly like portray this sort of <laughs> sort of dark past. I didn't think they were going to dig into her all that much, by the way. Because um, basically, yeah, he kidnaps these three girls and he talks about how there's going to be this uh, massive sacrifice and that the beast is coming. And I personally enjoyed that entire concept. The fact that it, it had taste on Breakable was spoiled for me, unfortunately, before I saw the film. So basically, the, you have this whole concept of like uh, James McAvoy has all these personalities that are each fighting for control of the light. His character is mm. named Kevin, like the original character. And Kevin has his personality disorder that he's supposedly keeping under control. Like he's supposed to have settled into this one personality, the fashion designer. I forget what his name was. Uh, Barry. Yeah, Barry, yes, yes. And apparently yeah not all, not everything is as it seems and apparently there's like this coup within his mind where mm. these personalities gang up together and shut out all these others for control of the light so you have like these religious fanatical personalities who believe in this ultimate personality called the beast who can like crawl on walls and has the strength of 10 men and all this cool shit and yeah, speak about like this mythology and these arguments that oh, that's some far-fetched stuff. There's this, yeah, there's this whole big conspiracy, and there's this slow build-up all the way to the end. And with the with her name is Anna, right? Anya. Anya. She's actually Anya. Tim Tim has corrected Anya. me. Anya Taylor Joy. Okay, yeah. So Anya's character and uh, the other two girls she's kidnapped with, of course, constantly trying to escape which is like a subplot so i like how because because anya like the other girls the other girls sort of react i guess yeah. normally yeah normally sure. like to that situation you just be freaked out <laughs> but anya is like strangely cold cool. and she invites you to like you want to know more about her like why she is that way, that way. yeah because at first they just sort of write her off was that no she's just a creepy quiet chick but then they like reveal this really dark backstory that really uncomfortable to watch man mm. um <laughs> like once we saw it happen i was not expecting that at all again i love the slow build up over to the end which tries to play the personalities against each other especially her dialogue with the kid personality yeah. the was okay. he nine years old nine years old he's like nine years old and <laughs> james walker plays that beautifully but there was a weird scene where he tried to like spoon with her i was like which nine year old yeah. no 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 there's the <laughs> There's a weird, there's a weird sexual curiosity. I know, I know, I know probably nine years. No, because even the way he talked, like, yeah. can I kiss you? Can mm. I? Yeah, that's just yeah, that's about normal actually, for that age. Mm. Um, so basically, yeah, things build up, build up, bodies drop mm. <laughs> as expected. Then the beast is finally unleashed, and it's glorious. Mm. <laughs> like all that slow build up pays off. He's a fucking monster. Of course, he had Breakable already been spoiled for me. I was just sort of anticipating uh, these are the three characters. Because in Breakable, you have uh, Glass, yeah. played, played by uh, Samuel, L. Samuel L. Jackson, and you have. Well, who is who is, who is uh, I think his character, Bruce Willis? I mean, uh, his character was. David Dunn, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently, the, 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 mm-hmm. next, the next movie is Glass, right? They He's say. Yeah. It's Glass. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I can't fucking wait to see that. He is this dude is super OP. That that beast is mm. <laughs> like ripping open iron bars. It's mm. just like the power of the mind. Mm. He believed he was bulletproof. He became bulletproof. He believed he was super strong. Mm. He crawled through walls, and he did it. He's like you. It's like. And and I like the way the superpowers work in this uh, universe. It's like he Look, just yeah. he was crazy enough to believe he, he had this power, and then he had that power, mm. which was crazy. Um, which is weird with Unbreakable because yeah. Bruce Willis couldn't even understand how he had such powers. <laughs> He's like, man, I can lift this much, and he kept telling his son to add weights. Yes, yes, like yes. Has that. <laughs> Yes, I yeah. hope they actually dig a little deeper into that. Yeah, I actually want to watch Unbreakable again now. Mm. Sort of delve back into that universe. Oh, Mr. Glass. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Glass. Fantastic, fantastic villain. I can't wait to see him again. That ending was so nice. Yeah. It made me feel so happy, you know. <laughs> That's Nick talking. No, but, just no, but did you see Did you see how... You read about how he hustled like, to get here to go to Disney, like... First hustle those guys, man. First give me like Bruce Willis, the Unbreakable guy, because you know like Disney, I think. Was it Disney who had the rights over Unbreakable? Which I felt it was a very good way to do, like, to build a sequel. Yeah. Unlike most yeah. successful pyro movies where you actually move and you know these guys are building for Star Wars, you know, they are building for yes, something yes, bigger yes. in the end. Yeah. This one felt like a movie of its own, completely it's different, standalone. Yeah. It's only later on when Bruce Willis appears and you actually it's make correct. the connection that it's and connects much better than anything that would have been forced if they brought Bruce Willis in the middle of the movie. Oh, yes. is, well it used. works well yes, used. Like That's another yeah. way of saying this film works so well as an origin story of a villain. Yeah. And I feel like those superheroes they should do that. Should do that. Like, yeah. Have your own origin story have for Thanos, Thanos yeah. and then we'll know Thanos <laughs> yeah. better and he will be more effective. Like now we know his name is the Horde. But you mm. saw in the news yes, they said the Horde, yeah. he's they are calling him the Horde. So now we'll know the Horde. Mm. We know how he gets his powers. Mm. We know yeah, where they came region. from. He yeah, basically consumes <laughs> people's personalities. We'll see him going all through that. We know now he doesn't consume innocence for some reason because they set up that chick and Anya Taylor Joy. He he yeah. sort of consumes like he eats out their stomachs as yeah. if, yeah, 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 and then he like take and he as if forms the personality. Yeah, I thought he was he was more of like punishing. No, that was just the beast. Really, that, that was, was just, just, the beast. just the beast. But this yeah. his thing is to like to grow stronger. He consumes their personalities in some form. Oh, cool. So that will be so cool. So now we know him. I don't know what role that chick is going to have because he puts so much time into her. I really hope she has a I bigger really role because. And she is going to be in the next. No, it's already she's written, written there. Written she's ready. going to be in Mr. Glass, okay. which is Glass, Mr. Glass, Glass. Yes, okay, they call it Mr. Glass, but <laughs> the name is going to be Mr. Glass. But the film is going to be called. She's already there as part of the mm-hmm. cast of the other film, which makes so much sense because all that build-up that they had mm-hmm. for her, there has to be more purpose for her. I really wonder she's going to have mm-hmm. some power. Oh, in mind that as, as an origin story, by the way, by the leave that character. I wonder what one, she you know? will be all about. Because villains going to be yeah, there, yeah, and so even funny. the way they make her ending, they they. I hope she doesn't go back to where she's supposed oh, yeah, to fuck, because they keep it open on whether she'll leave the car or report to the police about her case. But I hope I, I then will get to know more about her because she was phenomenal in the mm-hmm. film. He handled that scene very well because it guts you like it's a very uncomfortable thing and the way it was portrayed was super, super, super uncomfortable. But it was done really, really well. Nice. But yeah, this film worked for me in that way. Origin story, man. Do more of these. I like this whole universe. This guy is plotting out. 